Good evening and welcome to First Amendment Sports Basement Podcast Studios. I'm Ken Marangolo. He's Tim Strachan. I actually feel like the state of the Redskins right now. I, I feel awful. I'm ailing. But life what? is actually good at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, I, I don't look good. I don't feel good. But life is still good. But you're winning. Same, you're leading winning. the division. I'm winning. I'm winning. Yeah. Yes, I'm still He's winning. Kevin Ricca. Hey, I feel great. We haven't been six and three since my eight-year-old son's been alive in week nine, Ooh. ten, and that means something around my yep. house. Brian Stabby, welcome to the show. Welcome back to the show. Glad to be back. I don't really know how to feel. I feel good, but it feels weird to feel good sometimes. See, and that's so sad. <laughs> it feels weird it's to feel so good sad sometimes. We don't know how to act. That doesn't know. Yeah, I don't know. They don't know. I don't know. They don't this know. is his favorite song, so you know he did. He ain't lying. Welcome to all the folks on YouTube who are joining us uh, tonight. Our subscribers on our First Amendment Sports YouTube channel. This is our first episode of the Audible, old school, the Audible, and our Redskins coverage on, for Hogshaven.com, for which I'm managing editor. We have a couple other Hogshaven voices, uh, so. You might not find us on, on Night One Live, uh, but you will see us. Uh, when This is where we will be uh, next week, talking about the Redskins, talking about the greatest show on TV, which we believe is Redskins football. Please, if you're watching this on a link, do us a favor. Go to YouTube.com. Type in those words, First Amendment Sports. Uh, it's an easy and free subscription, and you will be notified whenever we go live. No credit card numbers. No, no credit card foolery. numbers. No nothing. Just no subscribe. Nothing. We'll, we'll take click. those credit card numbers if you want to give it to us, but we are not going to ask. Uh, are you able to get the word <laughs> I don't out? Even know to, if we know because I'm worried. Oh, is James? Has, I, I want to know who the first person to migrate from Facebook to YouTube. If we can, if you can give us who it is, I can tell you. Tell us. Do you want to guess? I want to say James. <laughs> it's not James. Keegan. It's not Keegan. Andrew, Andrew, Andrew Humphreys. I, I mean, just, just, Nasta. just someone ask me. Nasta. Someone ask me. My apologies, exactly Andrew. Nasta. From, Should have known that. From Kansas I mean, City, Maryland. How, how did you guys go over two on that? I have to come in and save the I day know. before we struck out. Well, because I, well, I was thinking about people who knew, who knew what our plans were. And I don't know. We've Andrew Griffith Humphreys knows know, everything. He knows. He does. He knows. Nasta. We are Salute. celebrating Please, a Victory Tuesday. As we like to call it, Washington Redskins won 16-3 on the road, uh, where they have been a happy Gula Tuesday. Pretty good. <clears throat> Took down Fitzmagic, uh, a 500-yard Tampa Bay Buccaneers team that literally did every single thing except score points, um, but but what they didn't, and a first place in the NFC East, six and three Washington Redskins team that people want to take or quibble with the phrase. Control, control their destiny. That's what we would say. They control their destiny. They do. I love the, yeah. I love the discussion. There was a whole thing on one of the, one of the comment sections about fate and destiny, and it was pretty deep. At the end of the day, Redskins win. They control their own destiny in the playoffs, and they earn the right, in my humble opinion, to make this Texans game somewhat of a referendum, Kevin, on oh, playoff hell yeah. worthiness. Hell yeah, it is now. Whichever way it goes, this is a uh, you know this is the bar. We have to we have to find out who are we, who are we, and when you got a high level passing attack coming to town, yeah, that that that's cause for some worry. We've had some issues with that. Uh, we're not just going to get the ball and take it from everyone after 500 yards of offense week in week out. But you know what? You have to watch that. We might, we might, we might not. 
Oh, no, no. That was, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, you might. Oh, you my might, gosh. That was that. a big time foul by I me. I apologize. I didn't know that was one of your finer garments. <sighs> I rescued it. I heard scream. There was like a screaming sound coming up like throughout the entire night so far. I'm like, what is I'm that I'm glad sound? everyone's so happy about this, too. I, you know. <laughs> Never heard of a sweater scream before. Um, six and three Houston Texans. People want to call them a good team. They've been playing well. They have good players. But keep in mind, they lost to the New York Giants. So if you're going to, if you're going to have. unacceptable. Yeah, if you're going to take issue with the Washington Redskins yeah, schedule, let's just take it a little bit, pump the brakes a little bit on the Houston Texans. The love. Only yeah, I know. But here's the deal. They're dangerous coming off a of bye week, getting Demarius Thomas, uh, you know, uh, a little offensive practice, a little time with Deshaun Watson. They've won six in a row. And uh, granted, it's against the Colts, Cowboys, Bills, Jags, Dolphins, and Broncos. Four of those six games are within a touchdown. Uh, you know, they're, they're doing what they're supposed to be doing, yeah. but they're not just uh, beating everyone down. And you know what? This game is on our home turf. No matter what everyone says about our home turf these days, the true fans know what that means. The, you know, and uh, whatever. We can get into that all night long. Uh. But talking about the Houston Texans coming to town with a high, <coughs> high-level passing attack, that's a little bit nerve-wracking. I, I want to take the opening that you gave me, Kevin, and I want to speak up for some people. Not mm-hmm. necessarily sure. this is when Tim gets nervous. Do not speak for me. This is when I only speak exclusively for Tim Strachan and Ken Marangola. <laughs> but I um, need to know after I take fact. a huge issue uh, with what Josh Norman said after the game I, about the, the, the way that – uh, he called out fans the way he talked about fans on the road versus FedEx Field and all this other business because at its core, to me, it does not come close to addressing what him, as a very smart man, knows the issue to be. If he has a problem, he can go up to the owner's suite with a little man in glasses who has made all the most terrible decisions that have had all of the impact on the home field experience because I went to games when the Redskins sucked out loud and it was sold out, and we cheered our guts out. And that was, that, that was taken from me and so many of us by Dan Snyder. So, Josh Norman, all respect to you, all respect to your game, but shut the F up when it comes to the people who love this team. That was disrespectful. When Josh Norman's gone, I'm still going to be here. When Josh Norman's gone, all the people that love the Redskins are still going to be here. This team is our team, and, I, and I, I have a huge problem taking it from him when he knows, because I know he's a smart man, when he knows who the person he should be bitching at is. And it's, it's the guy in the owner's suite. It's not the guy in Section 425. I agree with absolutely everything you just said. I don't take, I have nothing against anything you said, but I'm going to say this. When you're, when you're out there with the emotion that he plays with and, uh, and he's feeling it differently at a place like Tampa Bay, and yes, he does know the problem and, and where it lies, and I get it, but I think he's trying to convince some of the guys like me who maybe have had season tickets for 15 years his whole entire life and then stopped doing it and have sat there and then not gone because of Dan Snyder. I feel his pain because Dan Snyder does not make it comfortable for us, and it can't be comfortable for them playing in their own backyard, not feeling it the way they felt it down in Tampa Bay. It's got to suck for Josh Norman, and you're right. He went to the wrong place with it. Don't come at us. I agree. Yeah. Come at him. But the fact of the matter is, is he's trying to kind of, I think, rile us up a tad bit. DJ jumped in on it, too. I mean, listen, he's the captain of our defense. He's one of the most – he might be the leader of the team, and I get it. But with, when, they, when someone schools them up a little bit, when someone takes them to class about what we've done and what we haven't done and who we are as a fan base and why it is this way, 
It has nothing to do with the diehards. Nothing it has everything to do with the the little guy with the little pants on. And Those it, are little I pants, love, by the way. He I love watching pants. a game in Tampa Bay where I can hear the Redskins fans. And I love it. Me be- too. And I love it even more because I am the guy at FedEx who has but to listen to But you get the frustration, it. though, right? Yeah, I get the... Oh, I, I, I get... No, I, I share the frustration. That's why... That's true. That's I think true. It's, it's mine That's and true. Josh Norman's frustration together. That's I've why I didn't like... And Josh, Josh needs to learn that. And Josh needs to learn that. Yeah. I've never seen Ken actually that mad. It's Got fair. Fired up. I, you it's fair. Fired up. I think and you guys are agreeing it, more. Than I get it. No, no, we are. I am. No, I'm agreeing yeah. with everything. Yeah. I'm just feeling Josh Norman's I don't pain. Think Josh when Norman Josh Norman's was, out on the field there and DJ Swearinger and the emotion they play with, don't they want a little something, something? Josh right, Norman's T? not calling Ken out and the other Kens no. or the other thousands of Kens right. that are at a game. I think he's calling out. Well, that was Kevin his mistake. That was his mistake. You know, I, you know, I don't that go was to his games, mistake. period. Yeah. I never really have. I mean, I did for, you know, a little bit once in a while. I'm, Sunday's a family day for me. You know, I did Absolutely. what I decided to do. But that's not it's what I love, but I love watching them on TV. But I get where you're coming from. How about I the tip of the helmet to the guys that sure. tailgate every week and have sure. been here long before him and will be here long before after he's gone? You know, I, I get think that. The thing that the operative piece of his comment that stood out for me was he said, you know, it's great when we hear fans. We like when we go on the road and hear fans, we don't feel like we have the home field advantage that other teams have. And I don't think he's wrong. You, in your very first six-pack of the year, spent a lot of pixels talking about how it was different. This is a different The stadium atmosphere. experience. Yeah, Absolutely. I, and, and but, like, not in a good way. And not you, in a good way. You said basically what he said, though. But the, pro- so the, but the issue is he, he, he went up after the wrong... He generalized it too much. Went after the wrong group. The, the problem is, is, is Dan Snyder... And what his... What Josh Norman and I have have a problem with is Dan Snyder. Dan Snyder is the, is what has Dan made Snyder it happen. Dan Snyder signs his paychecks. He can't really go. Well, because the because there are still stadiums in the league, and it's it's cool, and it's Cleveland, and it's Kansas City, and it's Green Bay, it's Pittsburgh, it's Buffalo. There's still places where and those are great franchises. But yes, it's dwindling at other places. Yeah, as you well. can actually go to a place when mm-hmm. I when I and I you know. God forgive me, I, I love watching the Cleveland Browns play because I, you know how I feel about Baker Mayfield. I watch every Cleveland Browns game, and you know what happens when they score at home? It's deafening. I, I can't, and, and it's, and I, because I know who those people are. You do have to build an experience yeah. that is left with people needing tickets. And he has that chance. He does have that chance. I don't know if you guys saw what Smoot said. Did you guys see that this week? He said a lot. He said a lot. The he basically said that Locked. he like he put some stuff out about. It. He's like, I feel bad. I feel like it was our era of Redskins that made it the way it is right now. Like people still had their hopes no. up when we were here, and we weren't. And I was like very surprised to hear a guy come out and say something like that. Well, that's a, that's the kind of that's player taking one for the team. Yeah, right that's there. exactly what that is. It's taking one for the team. It's personalizing something that we all know is not his fault. Um, I've said it uh, as simply as I can say it. Uh, Dan Snyder bought the team and he monetized the loyalty and passion. And he did it like a surgeon and he did it over time. We're 20 years down the road and, and he, that there's, there's that well and that mine is starting to go a little bit dry in the sense of what Dan Snyder's mind traditionally. Uh, but that's what it was. I mean, we, Fred Smoot's teams may not have been great, but we still loved our Fred Smoots. And we still oh, yeah. showed up and wore our Fred Smoot jerseys and cheered yeah. for our Fred Smoots in losses and that was still fun. It was still fun, and it was not players like Fred Smoot. It was their teams uh, that that lost 
the, the something about the the stadium experience, not their. Photo I've just role. never heard a player come out and say something like that. It's the kind of guy you. Several years yeah, in retirement. That's true. I've never heard that before. But how many of us have disassociated our owner with our love of the franchise and the football team on the field on Sunday? Because we were fans before he was the owner, and we, we will as be. He said we'll be fans after he's the owner. Yep. I hope he's that's true. See, I hope that's true. The steward. I hope that's true. Well, I hope so. Problem is, he's missed a whole generation of guys like, you know, Stabby's age or younger. You know? Yeah, but he claimed he was one of us growing up. He claimed he was one of he us. And I, and I claim that he was a fan of a different team. I don't think He caught too many wedgies in junior high school, and this is his ultimate plan. I watched too many well. cartoons. I don't think anyone denies he's a fan of the team. He wants the team to do well, but I think his priorities wants, he, are out of whack. He once did an interview, and it was probably the only thing I actually you don't know how to treat thought people. was... Made sense as he said, Look, I want this team to be as good, you know, more than anybody. Why wouldn't this was back when he was on his spending spree and stuff, or at least maybe Tony learned from it? I got that from him, you know, I understood that from him, but it doesn't, ex- it doesn't excuse he's, he's not cheap, bad management. Why am I defending Dan? <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Like no. no. when you see in cartoons and the starving guy on the deserted island sees his buddy as a, as a turkey, yeah, or uh, you know. That's that what we were. We were big, juicy, buttered turkeys. Big, juicy dollar signs to Dan Snyder. And oh, we were. Each one of us. Right I, If I can get picking. $40 for parking from that big, juicy turkey and bring him into a stadium with nothing And the offer. worst part was is when he first came in and he first started doing what he did, uh, I loved him for it. God help me. I loved him for it. You know, I, I gave worn him a pass. He tried. I would have worn a Dan Snyder jersey at one point. I hate that about myself because I look back and I'm like, oh, my God, I was the Dan Snyder apologist for so long. Of course, I was there every, you know, there all the time and seeing it and loving it. But, um, but yeah, no, he, he monetized our loyalty, and he did it, did it well. And well said. And he had the Redskins tattoo on one butt cheek and a Jerry Jones tattoo on the other because that's who yep. he wanted to be so badly. I hope that you guys are. Why, why your you hopes are you got right. images of his butt cheeks? I mean, that's yeah. definitely not what I thought. Because I love making in, you feel in, uncomfortable in about store for tonight's other game. men's butt show, cheeks. Sorry. It definitely was not a part yeah, of pre, pre-production discussion. No. See, how do we beat Houston? Why do I want to do that? How do we beat Houston? Besides, and, how do we beat Houston? And leave butt cheeks this out of it. This is how they're going to be. The Redskins are who we think they are. They, they are. they are a defensive team right now that is that is playing extremely well. And hopefully so. on a consistent basis, because when they're not, then they're in trouble, because they don't have an offense right now that's going to score enough points to outscore anybody. Okay? Yeah. That's just the way it is. You know, and it's not because Hold on, Alex we just outscored Smith was, Tampa's offense. But it, was, it wasn't about... <laughs> the number one <laughs> offense. But it was, it's not about Alex Smith was a bad decision or, or, or any of that. It takes a long time for an offense to, to, to gel and come together, and they just haven't had that with injuries and... The Cavalry's coming. To a point. I mean, are you kidding me? I'm not me? saying the Cavalry's coming to make us be a dynamic offense. Trent's What's indicative back. of this team? Trent. Getting Trent back is a huge Chris thing. Chris Thompson, who we thought might be out for the season I mean, at one point last week. Yep. But what is Trey it? Quinn. Jamison Crowder. Uh, there's guys. If there, we can hang in there. Coming. If That's we right. can hang in there, there's guys that can make us respectable. They're meaningful additions. We're, they're not just they're not impactful just Impactful players. Yes. Impactful players what on an offensive game. What is indicative game. of this team, in my opinion, if you, if you really want to go back to this past week's game? It was the Ryan Anderson play. The punch the out. out. Hell yes. It, it was plays was, like that. The Greg so Stroman. It's plays like that that we, so as Redskins fans, or at least this is how I feel as a Redskins fan, I'm expecting that play. I'm, I think there was a play either right before it or, or two before it where I thought somebody was going to punch it out. And then it happened, like, you know, like I said, yeah. when Ryan did it. That's what we expect as fans right now out of this team. That's who they are. That's how they're going to beat the Texans. That's how they're going to probably beat anybody. You know what we expect out of Josh Norman? 
Interceptions like he had. Yep. An amazing Full catch. extension. Like, he, he seems to have dropped some, some easy ones over time. I, I'm not getting on him about it. Oh, man. But he... That was, that was what I dreamed about well, when we made that signing. You could True. make an amazing poster because you had the full extension. Full, that was a wide receiver. You know what? That's going to that, be a great that, poster. That, that was a DeAndre Hopkins type it of was. catch. And, and I think that you'll see uh, the Redskins get criticized for giving up 500 yards and the Buccaneers seemingly kind of imploding and giving, giving it away. But – the Redskins made plays on defense. The Stroman interception, like you said, the Anderson punch out, the Norman interception. Uh, we got to the quarterback and got the sack. We apologize for nothing. We apologize for nothing. We we absolutely Our defense played. Deshaun well Watson is, is so going to be a whole other baggage. That's the other thing that I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers matchup helped us out with. Is because he better or worse than Cam Newton? Oh, he's better mm. right now. He's better. I think. Whoa, he's, whoa, whoa, whoa! Well, he's got apples he, and oranges. He's got talent, but if I had I to mean, pick one, I'm taking Deshaun. Cam Newton's been to the Super Bowl. I'm taking. Yeah, Deshaun. I think. You know what I, I think he's today yeah. to start a team if it's A or B. I think I take Deshaun. It'll be interesting. I think on the outside, you know, Quentin Dix sort of getting more in the mix. They lost Will Fuller, and then they brought in um, who Emmanuel Sanders. Demarius, Demarius Thomas. Thomas. My mistake. Um, but I think those matchups on the outside for so they're going to be able to. Uh, pass the ball. Deshaun Watson, T, to your, to your question, it, <laughs> the, the, the uh, film that he's put down uh, he was, last year and this that year, was in the mix. It's, a, it's amazing. What, if you look at it, you, you, would, you, would dis, you would love it. If you actually watch his film, the things that he's done are, are already next-level stuff. He can throw it on the run. He's, he's yeah. a mobile quarterback. He can beat you. And he, but he's also smart. He's not, the, he's not the physical quarterback that takes the unnecessary hit. I, in fact, I can't he doesn't take a lot of them. But he has point, taken them. But to a but point he that Kevin he talked he about, he has not seen yeah. a defense like this yet. Yeah. No. no. He has not seen a defense like this. Because our guys, the most excruciating thing for Redskins fans, I think the, the searing image is of Brian Arakpo or Ryan Kerrigan running that outside, you know, arm extended, looks like he's getting held by the guy with the clothesline, but it's never, ever called because it's not actually a hold. Not once. And <sighs> for seven years. Yeah. This defensive line is getting to the quarterback and, and making the play. They're getting hands on quarterbacks. We're, we haven't seen uh, Running yet. Running backs aren't the game break yardage. They're becoming one dimensional. You can start yep. teeing off, and that's when you start getting the. I mean, the turnovers. Yep. That's not. That just doesn't happen. That's not. No. That's not like happenstance or they're lucky. Hey. They're that, creating them. Obviously, the deal for us is scoring first because in the history of the NFL. Guys, yeah, just I just need like ten seconds. I love this stat, by this the is, way. Uh, it's well, just, the Redskins are. It's it's crazy to me. One hundred percent. And and after nine games in the history of the NFL, the last team to never have a lead change occur, whether winning or losing, was the nineteen fifty four Redskins. Nice mm. guys. That's you really sick. went back to the vault on that. Well, one. you know who played on the nineteen fifty four Redskins was big, big Jim Ricca. Jim Ricca. And I know. I know I'm not trying He's to be a homer here, but this stat tickled me. So I went back to think maybe my grandfather had something to do with this at some level. All right, here we As go. a middle guard, he, he did not. <laughs> but, but hold on. It was week 10 when, when they played the Eagles, and they had a 41-33, and it went back and forth. So a lead change occurred against the Eagles. But in week 12, Big Jim had a scoop and score from 24 yards, nice. 25 <laughs> yards out. Nice. And I was like, my grandfather picked up a fumble and ran it back 25 yards for the Redskins? Against? Uh, 
I thought you were going to say the Eagles, but it wasn't the Eagles. No, no, no. It was the uh, not not Cle- it was either Cleveland or Green Bay. No, no. It was the uh, there was a team that doesn't exist anymore. All I know it was his, Camp it, was, it was his last game for the Redskins oh, in 1954. Wow. In his last awesome. game, Get he got his only here. NFL touchdown for the Washington Redskins, and I freaked out. I was like, "The 54 Redskins are the last <laughs> team." That, this is why this is so cool. I'm sitting around with you guys hanging out here. I never would have known that in a million years if you never called me up three years ago and T brought me over here. The how, Chicago, would I, how would I have gone through the that? Chicago Cardinals. Thank you very much. There you go, I knew it was Stabby. Cleveland or Chicago. Well, You're a good man. Yes. But that stat tickled me, and I appreciate you guys letting me talk about it. Can we bring in a YouTube commenter for the first time in our history of YouTube? Can you give us something? Stabby? That is great, though. Anything. That's, <laughs> all, that's pretty awesome, Kevin. I mean, that, that's, again, that just goes to show why we do uh, this. Thanks, man. I was so you happy know. to talk about uh, that tonight. I'm not doing any more stats. That one got me, and I was That's I was the stat of the day. So we have actually another contender for stat of the day. It's not as nice. good as yours. No, no, no. Mine is personal. From, this, is, this is business. From Addison. Thank you, Addison, nice. for joining us this evening. What Addison, you got? who messaged us on Facebook and then okay. Up on, Thank on, you for following us over to we YouTube. Go. We Hell appreciate yeah. it. It's already yeah. working. And letting people know. Subscribe. Addison us. caused my wife Free to text. Subscription. Addison caused my wife to text me and say someone's worried that you're not going live. <laughs> well done, sir. Thank you. I, we're not in the business of fact checking, but and I'm not going to put you on the spot for knowing or not knowing. But apparently, according to Addison, if we win on Sunday and move to seven and three, it's the first time he says since like '96 that we've done that. Seven and th- seven and three. Seven and three. Two thousand eight. We were six and three. Is the yeah, last I right. heard. So, so I did not. I did not go forward the way Addison did to figure out seven and three. Yeah. Well, I saw a lot of games in the mid nineties after uh, right. Joe Gibbs left town after Richie Pettibone left town. Mm. It wouldn't shock me to learn that we weren't seven and three in some of those seasons. In, yeah. in fact, we, I would say maybe even ninety two. We, we finished. We won the division in ninety nine, but I don't think we were ever seven and. And three, uh, that was Brad Johnson's year. Um, 96, that. that would have been Big Daddy. Big Daddy Wilkinson and Stubblefield, potentially. That was the one no, year. They were a little later. They were later than that? Okay, fair enough. That was all. That was the Sean Gilbert time frame. One yeah, of the, those who two, I was those reading two about have today. gotten their yeah, quota the for Lord told him. in the month yeah. of, of November. Um, right, November. Le'Veon Bell. Yes, exactly. The only guy that got his deal after sitting out. Yeah. Sean yep. Gilbert did get his Sean deal. Sean Gilbert absolutely got his deal. And the Redskins made out like bandits. We, yep. had, we got the multiple yep. first-round yep. picks out of uh, that, the Sean Gilbert thing. And you know. Thank you, Addison. 7-3 and three would be great. 96 was a good year. Uh, man, there was some really good... Uh, I had a lot of West fun Coast. That year. Seven yeah. and three and finished nine and seven. That was ju- that was that juicy. Was juicy ninety really? six? That's what he what he said. Uh, we juicy? need to fact check. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'll tell you what. Right now, doggy style was probably what ninety two, ninety three. No, ninety three, ninety four, ninety three, ninety four. Okay, we, we we rocked ninety four. It was our graduating. The chronic ninety three, ninety four, ninety four, ninety five. And I think well, Midnight, Marau- Midnight Marauders was ninety one, ninety two. But I think yeah. Low End Theory was closer to. Uh, okay, we'll, we'll put it all together. Either way, 96, very, very good. Very, Next very week, good. 96 playlist. 96 playlist, if we Got win. It. If we win. Got it. When we win. How about that? Oh, we didn't tee up the uh, go-go Hail to the Redskins. We're, gonna, we're, we're, we're bringing it back. we got to do that for a home game. Let's, let's go out on go. talking about the seven Washington Redskins with a chance at 7-3. actually started 7-1, and one, and then we're 7-3, and, and then... That was 96? Yeah. Okay, there you go. Addison, fact check. We got, we, we do, you said we don't have a fact checking department, but apparently we do. Yeah. I just checked. Oh, uh, we outsource loving fans. <laughs> That's how we roll in the basement. 
At six and three, the Washington Redskins have already, in my opinion, punted opportunities before now to meaningfully enter postseason chances conversation. You know, you think uh, you're going to make it to the the playoffs, and you don't know who you're going to play, but you might get matched up with somebody that you do well against. You might not. The The Vikings. Yeah, you know who it would be today? (laughs) Uh, Yes, I do. But go ahead and say it. The Vikings. Correct. <laughs> and by the way, just so anyone is is wondering, that is 100% happening. Yes, if you it think is. in any yeah. way, shape, or form, in any universe, no matter which way you played it out, a billion, bazillion yeah. different ways, you spin the Rubik's Cube and turn and close your, your eyes and look at the other direction, guess what happens every single time? Kirk Cousins and Alex Smith play each other in the first round of the NFC playoffs. For sure. I'm going to tell you how it's going to happen. We're going to split with the Eagles. We split the Jacksonville, Tennessee two games. We split with da- Texas and Dallas, and we beat the Giants. We're 10-6, and six and we got the Eagles. I and mean, we're the playing Vikings. the Vikings. Just understand that's that that's happening. That's my formula for Kirk to come back. It's going to be a Andrew. wild Sorry, Andrew Griffin Humphreys. But that's going to happen, and when it does, oh. we won't talk about it until it does, oh. but you're right. It's, it's what it's, happens. There's no way in this hell it happens. doesn't happen. I'm, I'm sorry, there, but bet on if you're – I know we got some plenty of gamblers out there. I'm telling you, do yourselves a favor. Be on the front side of this one. There's no other possible outcome. That's a new – that would be Zero. a new experience, I think, for a lot of – I mean, even before my time of residence. And guess like where – Guys who guess where Kirk Cousins and, like, is playing that game. wanted to, yeah. to beat – you know? Sure. Guess where Kirk Cousins Good is playing that game? Other teams. Can, right. can you think? Of, can you think no. about another? Like, nope. when did we ever lose a guy and then be like, "All right, we got to get that guy. We got to, we got to get him in the playoffs." I think well, just thinking about Brad Johnson and Rich Gannon playing in a Super Bowl is the last time I can remember that. But it wasn't I mean, for, uh, against for the one Redskins. of us, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I I just I should have I had thought had that thought and was thinking about make putting it in the six pack. Save it for when it happens. Oh no, no, no! I'm just—we don't even have to worry about. It. I mean, it doesn't even doesn't even deserve to be talked about anymore because it's going to happen. No. Just forget about it. it's going to be this for the next. And we few are weeks. going to get a playoff dub, and and it's, we're going to go bonkers in the basement. I'm just just circle it, circle. Okay, so that's happening. Be a Saturday and a Sunday coming near you in the in the next six weeks. The fact that people think it's not going to happen is what really bothers me and concerns me. Like people are this closed off to reality. They, they don't understand how the world works. The Redskins and the Vikings are playing. You don't think each other Dan Snyder and Bruce Allen are like? <laughs> oh, it's happening! It is so happening. But but the Redskins lost when the Redskins lost to the Atlanta Falcons. To me, they lost a little bit of footing in just the the debate, you know, of, of NFC playoff worthiness. Winning. Every win from here on out gets them more and more in the debate. It's but just, just not it's not rocket science. But the I win, don't think they're being the, taken seriously quite yet. But in, in rolling periods of time, where you where you stand, you know, where you, where are you at in the landscape of the league? I think the the, the loss of Atlanta Falcons knocked us down a peg, and quite frankly, I don't think the win against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is boosting us up a lot of people's boards. Whereas again, now we go to uh, go come back home to play the Houston Texans, and I think this game is this a, week does a lot. If if we win this game, I, I, I think that the, the perspective of w- what the Washington Redskins are all about they have to changes be a little bit. At that point. No, you have to be. You have to be. And hopefully you start getting some guys back. Uh, Cooley was saying uh, apparently today that um, Trey Quinn and Cam Sims even might be coming back soon. They could possibly be starting for this team. There's got to be something on the offense that's got to happen at some point. If they want to make a run at a playoff, They've got to get, got to get better on the offensive side of the ball. I mean, their defense is playing stellar, and the 
offense doing what they have and to do. And what better time for all of this to start but Something's got to happen. When it's time to get hot, when it gets cold. It right? gets when the division. When it's time right? to click. And we've set ourselves up in this division. Our division wins and our conference wins right now. We are we got some tiebreaker-proof stuff going down. We're, we have six wins. This only the, the Saints and the Rams, which aren't even in the same conversation as sure. us. True. We have the most conference wins of anybody right now besides them. And the... The, the you know the sneaky part of our offense T when you talk about some things that have to start happening I think we would all agree they're not happening yet but if you look at what the little things that are trending positive and I'm going to point out the things that are trending positive because everyone knows the things that are trending negative There's I a think lot of trending positive Maurice Harris and Josh Jackson I think caught nine out of nine targets better mm-hmm. with, each week with a touchdown each one is better each week. And Alex Smith's comfort level, because Maurice Harris now is all of a sudden not just a guy who's you, you need to suit up and get a warm body in and run routes. Alex Smith trusts him. That third down route he threw, which I'm not sure what route that was. It was like a cross field button hook with kind two like guys. Why banana? I, I'll be honest. Was, I, I've never seen two guys Pullman. run that Maybe route together banana. for that long. I, I'm not certain I've ever seen that go across. And then the ball was thrown before he t- he trusted Maurice Harris. In that in that scenario, that he's was trust, a huge play in the Doxon game. More. And Doxon is part of the loss that they had to the Falcons. I think forced Alex to start going downfield a little bit more. And having done that in a game action, I think he's starting to do it a little bit. More. Building blocks with Doxon, and he is inch putting them inch. on it's top. Not as much as everybody know. would yeah. want right some now. Some people, some it's kids walk when they're ten bit. months old. Some wait till they're fifteen. And uh, I think we're definitely on the fifteen month end of Doxon. But you know what? He's putting the blocks up. And that, that red zone catch, I thought for sure. Didn't you guys just sit there and go like, oh, he either stepped out or he juggled it. About, and all of, of a sudden, they were like, the touchdown has been confirmed. And I let out. I was like, I'm, I, I, it was I built up. The announcer seemed yes. very sure. Everyone. Uh, yes. And when it happened, oh, the eruption. I was sure. Josh Doxson on a third and goal came up with a touchdown yep. on, a, on a bit of an off schedule play. Uh, you know. See, young man, you've done it. Hey, man. You can do this. Stay alive. Right. Be the big guy. I swear to God, I wrote him off Late. three weeks ago. Hey. I said, I said, fuck him. I just get out. Yep. Stop. And I did. Uh, I did three weeks yeah. ago. I was done with him. And yeah. four catches and all for of a sudden, since yeah. then, each game. 28 he has yards. Or I don't think it was going to argue. I'm not taking credit for any it. of those statements. But I think that, that did happen. Yeah. It, it was like, you know what? Forget it. Yep. You're done. CeeLo. And then now he's starting to make play. I would love and to see him. And now he's made two plays. String two games in a row. He's got three now, Stabby. Games in a row. I'm with you, man. I the, felt the that anxiety about him. The he's connecting him, with, with Alex Smith is, he's getting is consistent. He just got to get rid and of those he's, big and he's ass ear pads. It, it's really distracting. The, people are I feel, commentating yeah. on about that. I, yeah. Well, it just he looks like a, the you know, he looks like the mom. Like the yeah. mom went out and got him the neck brace and the arm pads. And like the, I think his Under Armour gloves connect shield, all the way through his jersey. You know, they on a string to all his the way. Socks. Yeah. yeah, to his socks. And, and his the name, cup. his name is on everything. The banana, the banana cup. That was always a tough one. Tough to you run a route with one of those. That's, oh, that, cha- that was a chafer. All right, so we got Houston Texans at home. I, I want to say that the Houston Texans fan base doesn't travel as well. I've been saying that about a lot of teams that I w- I've been wrong about. So I do expect to see plenty of Texans fans <laughs> in the stands this week. It's a young fan base. Although I won't be there. You're watching the YouTube channel uh, for First Amendment Sports right now. Do yourselves a favor. Please do us a favor. Be a free subscriber uh, to our channel. We, as a team, will be at Catholic University calling two high school football championship games. 
One o'clock, Bishop O'Connell versus St. Mary's Riken at six o'clock. Gonzaga College High School and St. John's College High School. Uh, it's going to be a... Damatha. Sorry, what did I say? Damatha. I said St. John's. Good God, man. Damatha. You're Damatha. right. I, I was looking right at you. I caught it. Sorry. You're not it. getting a Christmas card <laughs> next year. Exactly. <laughs> versus Damatha. You're right. That was just like, whatever. Yeah. Kev, hey, point your also, finger straight down right now. There's a subscribe button right below his finger. Click nice. that button. Nice. Yeah, click the button. It's so, free. So, and if you want to check out our action, we called our first game this past weekend, a St. John's Gonzaga game, semifinal. That's what I was reading. Very good. Of. Go to you, firstamendmentsports.com. Check it out. Check out the replay. Uh, did a great job, guys. You know, it was a lot of fun. I hope we do a lot more with you. And guys. we love this stuff, man. Yep. And yep. Uh, we do it together. And, and we some love of these it, kids, and, uh, some of these kids could be future Redskins, and they're for sure future NFL. They're going to be on the field on Sundays. Field. Yeah, they well, are. seven of them. Uh, sorry, nine of them have been invited to go play at Alabama, which you know gives them all a 50-50 chance to wear the burgundy. If you're looking for future Redskins players, <laughs> yes, yes. Alabama <laughs> is starting to get all their players yeah. from right around here, and we got them. Uh, we got them broadcast hey, live. To be fair, when St. John's played Dematha. This season on the sidelines, Damatha was asked for four passes from Coach Mike Loxley down at Alabama for the, the, the Alabama squadron. The Alabama Payne, Cam Sims, Allen, Deron Payne. Sims. And this is before yeah. Ha Ha got here. But, yeah, I mean, it's seriously. Awesome. It's awesome. Seriously, Anderson, Payne, Allen, and uh, Cam Sims came to this high school football game to see three guys from both teams who have already committed to go play Roll Tide. And... You know what's going to happen in four years. We'll be in this basement talking about those cats. Yes, yep, we will. Just like we're talking about Diggs and uh, uh, Rodney McLeod. Kendall Fuller, yep. unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately left us, but was one of us for a little bit. That's yeah, right. our league puts guys in the league. That's yep. what happens. That's why we call this high school level the league, and we get to talk about both leagues, our favorite. We'll be doing basketball. We'll be doing the cross. We'll be doing every sport there is uh, on, on the high school side. We continue to do our Redskins coverage. We appreciate the Hawkshaven folks. Uh, for having us, and uh, we're going to bring some pretty cool guests lined up for our Redskins show in the next month and a, month and a half or so. Uh, we look forward to that, and we appreciate you guys giving us your Tuesday night or your commute in to work, or I don't know, if you're Darren McClinton, you know, like two and a half bags of gummy bears, whatever you do when you eat two and a half bags of gummy bears. Yeah, when you, you, when you drive a rickshaw, you know, you can burn those calories. Hey, we appreciate everybody. On behalf of First Amendment Sports, he's Brian Stabby. Excited to make this transition with you folks over to YouTube Yeah, we're Live. going to YouTube, man. Uh, I, we picked up a little bit of steam there towards the end. Good. Tell your friends. You got to click the Just button. click the little point, button Point there. down again. Right by go. his whiskey. Right down below. Uh, and, yeah, let's, uh, I'm looking forward to watching you guys do the, the games this weekend. That'll be fun. He's Tim Strachan. Uh, it's been great, guys. Appreciate it. Appreciate everybody tuning in every week. Welcome to YouTube. Welcome to YouTube. And uh, we'll see you, see you guys next week. He's Kevin Ricca. Hey, hail to the Redskins, 6-3, and three, coming off all these injuries. The Cavalry's coming back on offense. The defense is there. It's, it's, timing is everything. When it's time to get hot and roll into the playoffs, who knows? It might not just be the Vikings coming to town to get beat up. We might have to go over and take care of Sean McVay right afterwards. Yeah, I, that's possible. I like what you're talking. I like what you're saying just there. Saying. On behalf of First Amendment Sports, I am Ken Marangolo, and I am making a plea to all of you. If you have a business or a service that you want to promote on our, any of our shows, high school, college, or pro, the Audible, After the Whistle, Off Season on the Brink, let us know. Reach out to us, firstamendmentsports at gmail.com, and we would love to work with the you. The Hot Box. The Hot Box is next, coming up in five or six minutes on this very channel. Once again, type those words in. Hit pre-subscribe. We appreciate you. I'm Ken Marangolo, and this was 
The Audible. Later, guys.